Al-Bayan Radio presents the following lesson from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, min alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu, nasta'inu, nasta'gfiru, wa na'udhu billahi min shurur yanfusina, wa min sayyati amalina, man yahdi illa falamudillalah, wa man yudlil falantajida lahu waliyan murshida, wa ashadu an la ilaha illallah, al-ahadu al-qahhar, wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh, ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu, attaqu Allah haqqa tuqatih, Indeed, all praise and thanks belongs to Allah Taala alone. We seek His help, His assistance, and guidance in all things. He whom Allah Taala guides, there is none that can misguide Him. And He whom Allah Taala leads astray, there is none that can guide Him except through the will and permission of Allah Taala alone. And I bear witness and testify that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah, and that Muhammad ibn Abdullah ibn Abdul Muttalib al-Hashimi al-Qurashi was the final messenger and prophet sent to all of mankind. O oh, you who believe, fear Allah. Fear Allah as He deserves to be feared. And do not die except in a state of Islam. Do not die except as your Muslims. Rabbi shrahli sadri wa yassirli amri wa hlil uqtatan min lisani ifqawul qawli. This is lesson four. So why we had to split this from the previous lesson is that it didn't have a very good connection, a very good chain. We finished with the reasons, uh, يعني, the revelation of Surah Al-Fatiha. But now we have to take a little bit of a step back. And we have to talk about something called Al-Isti'adha. Al-Isti'adha. Now, Al-Isti'adha is to seek refuge. To seek refuge. But specifically, it is to seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the shaitan. To seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the shaitan. And the statement that is most generally known of al-isti'adha is A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytanir rajim Right? So this statement here is the most common way of al-isti'adha Seeking refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from shaytan Now, the general translation of A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytanir rajim Is I seek refuge in Allah from shaytan the outcast, the banished, whatever we want to use, insha'Allah. But we're going to go into a little bit of a يعني, nitty-gritty deep dive of this, insha'Allah. Imam Al-Qurtubi, rahimahullah, who died in the year... <laughs> 671. 671 Hijri. He says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordered the recitation of al-isti'adha at the beginning point of every recitation. Imam al-Qurtubi rahimahullah has stated that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordered the recitation of al-isti'adha at the beginning point of every recitation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَإِذَا قَرَأْتَ الْقُرْآنَ فَاسْتَعِذْ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ That if you read the Qur'an, then seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from shaytan, the banished. Now, Imam al-Qurtubi rahimahullah says that this means, فَإِذَا قَرَأْتَ الْقُرْآنِ That if you read the Qur'an, this means if one is intending to read the Qur'an, what is upon him? فَاسْتَعِذْ Seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from what? Min ash-shaytan rajim From shaytan, the banished. Now Ibn Kathir rahimahullah says, Ibn Kathir died in what? 
ها؟ لا اله الا الله. I'm not even going to tell you at this point. Huh? All right, let's just, let's just move on. Ibn Kathir, he says, that which is widespread, that which is widespread, I even told you as I was giving you the questions. That which is widespread, Ibn Kathir, mentions in his tafsir, that which is widespread, and is the majority opinion that the istighatha Isti'adha afwan The isti'adha is to be read before the recitation To push the satanic whisperings, the waswasa, from it The isti'adha is to be read before the recitation And this is the majority opinion And why do we do it? It's to push away the waswas of the shaitan The waswasa of the shaitan The satanic whisperings Imam al-Tabari rahimahullah mentions who died in what year? Imam al-Tabari 310 Barakallahu feek Who said that? MashaAllah Allah hafazkum ya Rab 310 He says A'udhu And he's going to now break it down This is beautiful He says A'udhu Al-isti'adhatu Wal-isti'jaratu He says Al-a'udhu Over here That first letter What we just say I seek, I seek refuge he says, what is it? He says, it is to take refuge in and cling onto. To take refuge in and to cling onto. Also, to call onto for assistance in desperation. When you're desperate and you call out for help, that is a'udhu. So when you call on to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala desperately, to take refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to cling onto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is a'udhu. He continues and says that the tafsir of a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan, a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan, just this bit here, he says, it means, I call onto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I call onto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in desperation for his assistance. I call on to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in desperation for his assistance alone. Alone. Without calling on to other than him. Not calling on to any of his creation. A'udhu billahi min shaytan Imam al-Tabari rahimahullah says the meaning of this is, we're not finished yet, but he says, the meaning of a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan is I call on to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in desperation for his assistance alone, without calling on to other than him, not calling on to any of his creation, from the shaytan, from the shaytan, from what specifically he says, from the shaitan harming me in my faith or to take me away from the rights that are obligatory to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you say, I seek refuge in Allah from shaitan, the outcast. I seek refuge in Allah. Just, you don't even think about it. Subhanallah. This is the tafsir of this, of this statement. The tafsir of this statement. What is it? 
I call unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala For the brothers writing down I call unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala In desperation For his assistance alone Without calling unto other than him Not calling unto any of his creation From the shaitan From the shaitan harming me in my faith Or to take me away from the rights That are obligatory to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala This is the tafsir of man Imam al-Tabari rahimahullah Imam al-Mufassirin Imam al-Tabari rahimahullah He continues and says Min shaytani We're still not finished Min shaytan now He says Al-shaytan in the oral tradition of the Arabic language is used for every transgressor. Shaytan in the Arabic language, in the oral Arabic tradition, is used for every transgressor. From the jinn kind, the human kind, the animal kind, and everything else. And this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said, وَكَذَلِكَ جَعَلْنَا لِكُلِّ نَبِيٍّ عَدُوًا شَيَاطِينَ الْإِنسِ وَالْجِنِّ He says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated, and due to this, we made for every prophet, for every prophet. What did we make for him? What did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala state is the truth? For every prophet. We made for every prophet enemies from the shayateen, the devils of the humankind and the devils of the jinn. And there is يعني, uh, some narrations that have, يعني, you have to look at the isnads carefully. I haven't really done tatqiq uh, of it يعني, properly. But one of the companions asked the Prophet وسلم, are there shayateen from the ints? Are there devils from humankind? And the Prophet stated, yes. Now Imam al-Tabari rahimahullah stated, he continues on with his statement. He says, and so, about the verse, وَكَذَلِكَ جَعَلْنَا لِكُلِّ نَبِيٍ عَدُوَّةِ شَيَاطِينَ الْإِنسِ وَالْجِنِّ Imam Tabir rahimahullah says, and so he made from the humankind, shayateen, transgressors. Just as he made from the jinn kind. So yes, there are shayateen of the humankind, just as there are shayateen of the jinn kind. He then referenced Umar radiallahu an who called an unruly horse a shaitan. And one time Umar was riding a horse and he couldn't tame it. It was too wild. right? And then uh, a horse that يعني, didn't obey its rider, an unruly horse, he says that this horse that you have put me on is a shaitan. It's <laughs> a shaitan. Why? It's because it wasn't obeying its يعني, command. It wasn't being ruly. It wasn't following in line. Imam Tabari rahimahullah explains, he says, why every transgressive thing was called a shaitan was because of its diversion and moving away from its etiquette and actions, from the etiquette and actions from all in its species and from its distance from goodness. He says, why it's called shaitan, why anything that goes against, anything that transgresses, why it's called a shaitan, he says because it diverts, it moves away from its etiquettes and actions. What does it move away from? The norm, the etiquettes and actions from all of its species. And a second reason, so the first is that it doesn't conform to what's normal in that species. That's why it becomes a transgressor. And the second reason is and its distance from goodness. This is the second reason of why everything that is a transgressor 
is called shaitan in the Arabic language. Imam al-Qurtubi, rahimahullah, we were on who? Tabari. Now we're going to Imam al-Qurtubi. He says that it is called shaitan. It is, he first states, afwan, it is stated, right? So he's referencing and quoting something else. He's saying, it has been mentioned that shaitan stems from the root words that mean ruined and that which is burnt. That which is ruined and that which is burnt. And also that which is overcome by anger. So the root words he's saying, it has been mentioned that it comes from these root words, that which has been ruined, that which has been burnt, and that which is overcome by anger. Now as for Ar-Rajim, Imam Al-Tabari rahimahullah says, Ar-Rajim is the damned and the cursed. The damned, the banished, and the cursed. He also says, that it has in the Arabic language roots in the word for stoning and throwing. So he says it is permissible that it was said to Shaytan Rajimun because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala expelled him and banished him away from his heavens and he was attacked by shooting stars. See how يعني, when you stone something, rajama, right? You, you, you stone something. We don't want to get into what's that يعني, in the sharia. <laughs> what's that for? But يعني, the same way that you stone the shayateen and iblis from top down was stoned by what? But shooting stars. Subhanallah. When I read that. Now, Imam al Qurtubi, rahimahullah, he says, Ar Rajim. The one, it means the one far removed from goodness. The one far removed from goodness and the humiliated. Ar-Rajim means the one who has no يعني, closeness to goodness and he is the one that is humiliated. And it stems, Imam Al-Qurtubi rahimahullah says, it stems from the word which means it has multiple meanings. The act of killing, the act of cursing, Banishment and humiliation. These are the words that it stems from. Hafiz ibn Kathir, rahimahullah, which I'm not going to ask you when he died because يعني, no one seems to be listening. Ar-Rajim, Hafiz ibn Kathir, rahimahullah, states It is said that it takes on the meaning of the one who throws. يعني, Rajim takes on the meaning. Of the one who throws. So now, he's not the one that is thrown upon. No. Over here, it is said, Ibn Kathir is saying, it is said that it takes on the meaning of the one who is doing the throwing. How? Because he throws upon humankind the waswas, the whisperings. Subhanallah. He throws upon the humankind the waswas. The whisperings of the shaitan. And also, what does he يعني, throw upon Bani Adam? He says, and that which covers a person from the truth. And that which covers a person covers a person from the truth. He throws. Now, it has been also mentioned 
that this was the first to be revealed. A'udhu billahi min shaitan rajim Now, there is a narration that is mentioned on the authority of Ibn Abbas that states that the isti'adha was the first revelation. That before Iqra' came down, Jibreel said to the Prophet ﷺ, Ya Muhammad, sta'if. O Muhammad, do al-isti'adha. Say a'udhu billahi min shaitan rajim However, the problem is uh, and that was before Iqra, but the problem is that the narration is da'if, so we're not gonna يعني, go into it. So, what was the first verses to be revealed? Iqra. What was the first command to be revealed? Let's just go from the early parts of the <laughs> the earlier parts of Surah Al Muddathir. And what was the first chapter to be revealed in its entirety? Wallahu alam, Surah Al Fatiha. Now, is al-isti'adha a verse from the Qur'an? A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan rajim You don't answer. A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan rajim Is it a verse from the Qur'an? We got a yes? No? Do we want to do hands or is that too much? Is that too much? Alright, Imam al-Qurtubi rahimahullah He states about regarding whether al-isti'adha a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan rajim is it a verse from the Quran or not he says who's saying it Qurtubi the scholars are in consensus the scholars are in consensus that the isti'adha a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan rajim is not from the Quran ijma' on the issue that al-isti'adha A'udhu Billah Minash Shaitan Rajim is not from the Quran, nor is it a verse from it, but rather it is a statement of the reciter that he seeks refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the shaitan, the banished. Now something that is a side note is what do we say the Quran is? What's the wasf that we give the Quran? Kalamullah, the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? غير مخلوق Uncreated words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Bismillah Do you want me to read the number plate? No? So what do we say about it? The Quran is what? Kalamullah The words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala غير مخلوق That it isn't created منه بدأ From Allah it began وإليه يعود And unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala It will go Now something that is important here Is that if we say it is Kalamullah the words of Allah, is it befitting that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, A'udhu billah min shaytan I seek refuge in Allah from the shaytan. Allah seeking refuge from who? From what? He has to seek refuge in anything, against anything? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to him is al-mulk, all kingdom, wal-quwa, all power, and dominion is all in his hands. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the supreme. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-jabbar. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is everything that you can think of when it means power in the best way. Right? The strongest form of power Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has. Right? Al-Qawi. Right? The, the one who has the most strength. Does he have to seek refuge against anything? Na'udhu billah. So... 
Over here, what did we learn from this? Is Al-Isti'adha a verse from the Qur'an? No. Is it from the Qur'an? No. Come on. Boys, boys, come on. Al-Isti'adha. Imam Al-Qurtubi rahimahullah has mentioned that the scholars are in consensus that the Isti'adha is not from the Qur'an, nor is it a verse from the Qur'an. It is not from the Qur'an. This statement, A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Al-Rajim, is not from the Qur'an, nor is it a verse from it. But we can say that there is a command in the Qur'an that states that you are to do al-isti'adha before reading the Qur'an. You can say that, no problems. But is the verse itself, or is this statement itself, A'udhu Billah min shaytan al-rajim, is it a verse from the Qur'an? No, it isn't. Is it uh, from the Qur'an itself? No, it isn't. Is it يعني, from the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? No, it isn't. Now, when is al-isti'adha to be recited? Imam Al-Qurtubi rahimahullah, I told you today is going to be a long one boys, <laughs> I wasn't joking. Ah, bismillah. When is Al-Isti'adha to be recited? Imam Al-Qurtubi rahimahullah says, that the majority opinion is that it is recommended. It is recommended to be recited before every recitation outside of the prayer. Imam Al-Qurtubi rahimahullah has stated that the majority opinion is that it is recommended, it is mandub, to be recited before every recitation outside of the prayer. As for the prayer, he says, then the scholars have differed. The scholars have differed. It has been narrated that Ata, rahimahullah, held the position that it was obligatory to recite al-isti'adha. It was obligatory, Ata held the position, that it was obligatory to recite Al-Isti'adha. And Ibn Sirin and Rahimahullah and Al-Nakha'i Rahimahullah and a group of scholars, what would they do? They would perform it in every unit of their prayer, in every rak'ah. In every in every rak'ah they would perform it in it obeying the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a general sense this is still the kalam of Imam al-Qurtubi so he's saying the first is the opinion of Ata who held the opinion that it's obligatory to recite in the prayer what? al-isti'adha that's what we're talking about boys al-isti'adha right? seeking refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the shaitan Ibn Sirin rahimahullah this is the second opinion Ibn Sirin rahimahullah and Al-Nakha'i rahimahullah and a group of scholars also would perform it in every unit of their prayer, in every rak'ah of their prayer, obeying the command of the Prophet in a general sense. The third is that he states, and Abu Hanifa rahimahullah and Al-Shafi'i rahimahullah would do it in the first unit of the prayer. And the two who are we mentioning? Imam Abu Hanifa and Imam al-Shafi'i rahimahullah. And the two would see that the recitation in the prayer is considered a single recitation as a whole. That the first, the second, if you're praying Isha, the third and the fourth, the Fatiha that you read in it and the Surah that you read in it, all of it is considered to these two and others as being what? One recitation of the Qur'an. Whereas Imam Malik, rahimahullah, this is all the statement of Imam Al-Qurtubi. 
he's saying. Whereas Imam Malik rahimahullah did not see al-isti'adah as being obligatory in the prayer. Imam Malik rahimahullah stated that he did not see that uh, the isti'adah as being obligatory in the prayer, but viewed it to be obligatory in the night prayers of Ramadan. Yani, this is just a statement that Imam Al-Qurtubi rahimahullah states is the position of Imam Malik rahimahullah. Now, before we end, yani, we just got one more bit to go inshallah. Now there are narrations that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam would recite a certain type of isti'adah in his prayer. There are narrations that can be found in Muslim Imam Ahmad in the four books of hadith regarding uh, يعني, the isti'adah itself and the specific statement that is mentioned is A'udhu Billahi Sami' Al-Aleem Min Ash-Shaytan Ar-Rajeem Min Hamzihi Wa Nafathihi Wa Nafakhi And then he would continue on to recite. This was يعني, the translation of it is I seek refuge in Allah the all-hearing, the all-knowledgeable from the banished shaitan, from his spurs, his puffs, and his blowing. Then, from what I have personally seen, and some of the scholars have also mentioned, which I can't remember the names at this point. I, I, it was in one of the tafasir, but it's skipping me. Um, that all of these ahadith are weak. All of these ahadith are weak. Now, there are scholars who have stated they are authentic, like Imam al-Dhahabi rahimahullah and others. However, none of these isnads are free from maqal, free from some deficiency in them. The ahadith that are found in Abi Dawood, Tirmidhi, Nasai, Ibn Majah, uh, and the ahadith that are found in Mustad Imam Ahmad. However, in saying that though, if someone were to read this dhikr that is found in his prayer, is he going to be blameworthy or not? No? Because? 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 Anyone says yes? Anyone? No? Okay. Alright. But if someone were to read this in his prayer as a form of seeking protection from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then this is not something that he will be harmed by, but it is better. This is something that is important. If he does, does this whilst Knowing that this was not an authentically transmitted sunnah to the Prophet ﷺ to be very, very يعني, uh, careful. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. So if someone was going to say, A'udhu billahi sami' al-alim min ash-shaytan al-rajim min hamzihi wa nafathihi wa nafakhi. I seek refuge in Allah, the all-hearing, the all-knowledgeable, from the banished shaytan, from his spurs, his puffs, and his blowing. What does this mean? Yani what's hams, nafath, nafakh of the shaitan? What is it? So the scholars have stated, I'll, I'll, yani I'm not going to expect an answer. Uh, hamzihi, his spurs, some of the salaf have stated that it is insanity. Insanity. As for nafathihi, his puffs, some have stated that it is arrogance and others have stated that it is poetry and music. And nafakhihi, his blowing, the same thing has been mentioned. Some of it, some of the salaf have stated that it is poetry and music, and others have stated that it is arrogance. Now, some of these statements can be uh, traced back to Amr ibn Murrah, rahimahullah. And with that, we conclude uh, very briefly a slow look at 
Al-Isti'adha The statement of seeking refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala There is going to be يعني, When we come to the verses regarding Al-Isti'adha Very very later on About وَإِذَا قَرَأْتَ الْقُرْآنِ If you read the Qur'an فَاسْتَعِذْ بِاللَّهِ Seek protection from uh, in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala When we get to that It will be a bit more of a deep dive insha'Allah But with this we conclude next week insha'Allah بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَى We take the basmala Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim and with that we conclude lesson 4 barakallahu feekum sorry for the lesson going so long uh, inshallah next week maybe we'll go as long but Allahu alam hopefully not barakallahu feekum wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam jazakumullahu khairan wa assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh this program was presented by Albayan Radio 